more than it. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the hot. We'll say welcome to the hot pod. Welcome to the hot pod. Okay, I'll call you back. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome back to the hot pod podcast. Hey, I'm recording this intro. I'm just kidding. Do you want to be honest though? Wow, guys? Heaven One Day. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited to listen to it. Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome back to the Heaven One Day podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Join me and Brooke Rupel for an intense conversation. Not intense. It was awesome. It was beautiful. It was beauty. It was grace. It was apple pie in your face. It's We're talking about Brooke Rupel and her story. She is my best friend, college bestie. We um, lived together for the past three years. It was awesome. It was cool. This is a crazy intro. But um, yeah, we're going to be actually talking about um, anxiety and her story with that um, and kind of where I've been at in that topic as well. So grab your coffee, grab your AirPods, go for that walk, live your Barbie dreams. And um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good one. Sit back, relax. Eleanor Hoffman, anything to say? Rock and roll. It's rock and roll, baby. All right, here you go. Three, two, one. One. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Heaven One Day podcast. It is Emma, Rebecca, Grace, Shara. <laughs> I have my good friend Brooke Rupp on the podcast today. Brooke, say hey. Hey, guys! <laughs> Honored to be here. Heard so many great things about this podcast. Oh, really? I'm excited. What have you heard? Do tell. Oh, I've just heard all the amazing stories so mm. far. It's been so encouraging. Oh, I'm just wow. honored to wow. be here with That's, you on it. Wow, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a crazy day, everyone. So kind of put on your seatbelts. Wow. Sit back, relax, and, and enjoy the ride. Because Brooke Ripple is my best friend. <laughs> wow, I can't get it out. I can't take you seriously. Oh, my Lord. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> good. Um, okay, I have my bestie girl, Brooke Rupel. She's a Belmont University songwriting major. She's going to be a senior. She is the team director for Delight Ministries on Belmont's campus. She is beauty. She is grace. She is apple pie in your face. She's also eating um, beefaroni. <laughs> yeah, please tell the world. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I just don't have any other food right now. Where do you buy your beefaroni? I don't know. My mom brought it for me when she visited last <laughs> week. All right, one thing about Paula Rupel <laughs> is that she's always going to bring the snacks. Yeah, and toilet paper. Yeah, so totally. amen to that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, okay, Brooke. Wait, I'm sorry. We have to start off the podcast with, oh, yeah. wait, with one thing before the other thing. But basically, can you tell everyone your Snapchat username? Okay. For the longest time before Snapchat let you like change your username, my username was Backhitball23 <laughs> because I spelled it wrong and I wanted to be Michael Jordan. So you're going to get the full story of, of Brooke Rupel today, but I just needed to start out with that because... Humble beginnings. It was a big roast when I first met her. Backhitball223, mm-hmm. two, 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 everybody. <laughs> okay, so what you need to know about Brooke is basically she plays basketball. She loves Jesus. She's She is a game lifter. That girl can lift weights around anyone. Oh, wow. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> She's not CrossFit though, everyone. It's not CrossFit. It's just just herself, and you know it really helps with the topic that we're going to be talking about right. today: anxiety. Oh, you're going to leave him hanging. Oh, you oh, that was a surprise. Okay. Anyway, okay. In all seriousness, Brooke is my bestest friend in the whole world. Um, we've been literally through all of college together we met freshman year um we have to tell the people the story of how we met how did we meet brooke we met 
Well, I saw you. I think I saw you on the Belmont Facebook page, mm-hmm. and then I DM'd you Ooh, on Instagram. So in, I was yeah. like, "She looks so cool. I'm gonna shoot my shot." Some might say she shot her shot. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I actually brought up the receipts because I just really <laughs> wanted to have them. She goes, "Um, hi. Oh wait, this is from this is post Facebook page to the Instagram. Right. Yeah, so she slid is... in Facebook. And then I did both. She slid into the Facebook. No, you did. She slid into the Facebook games and then she slid into the Instagram mm-hmm. games. She says, um, hi, yes, can we please be friends? Exclamation point, exclamation point. I saw your bio earlier, but at that time, comma, I wasn't 100% sure I was going to Belmont. Glad you reached out though. Exclamation point. Also, oh, in parentheses. Also, comma, I sent the same message on Facebook, FB, but remembered no one uses Messenger, so disregard that if you see it. LOL, exclamation point. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, OMG, yes, please. Hi, congrats. And then literally, just to tell you Brooke's character, from the beginning, she was sending me scripture. I was trying to decide on which school to go to. What and did I send you? She literally was like, I was like, classic me. Can you pray for me, please? <laughs> just My classic. Like, from the nothing beginning of meeting. I'm like, nothing she I'm like, please pray. <laughs> she goes, no problem. I will definitely be praying for you. Let me know what happens. I totally know what you're going through. Just for some encouragement, here are a couple of verses that I leaned on in that time. <laughs> Matthew 7, 7, 3, Psalm 55, oh. 22. You're in his hands, girl. Heart. <laughs> Heart. Well, that's so good. What a what a cute. You're beginning. in his hands, girl. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so I know the story of Brooke Rubel, but I need the people to know. So it's the hot topic question for all the guests, for all four guests we've had. Um, what's your story with God? Where'd you come from? Where are you going? Cotton Eye Joe, hit us, wow. Brooke. Um. Well, I'm from a super small town in Central Illinois called Nyoga. No one's probably heard of it. Nice. Um. Grew up. Kind of an only child. I have two older half sisters, but it's pretty much just me in the house. Um, yeah, I grew up in the church, and yeah, but it was more just like we went on Sundays. Never really talked about it outside of there. Um, and then junior high, we switched to like a new non-denominational church, and like I really got plugged in. Started doing worship stuff. Went on a mission trip to indianapolis where we just go serve in the inner city and just like yeah really saw the love of christ like displayed and like lived out and i was like man i want to do this and like give my life to christ so got baptized that summer and yeah just continued to get to know jesus and get involved in church stuff and then when i came to college i'd say is where you know i like really developed a relationship with the Lord that was like a daily walk of like getting the word and I always tell people like you're such a big part of that because we would just I just saw, saw you reading your little bible in the mornings because we it was just us COVID like oh our gosh. freshman year and I was like it's all we did we would just like wake up so early and just like read our little bibles and like oh, talk about Jesus nice. and yeah so and I had like prayed for a friend to like push me to Christ and like yeah so you're just such a big part of my story too and i love you so much so anyway and then wait for everyone that doesn't know i just have to tell the world that we lived in this three-person bedroom in Patton hall at belmont university and it was like it was just like so the lord that we even had this like spot because Mm -hmm. we put our beds together i'll have to put this on instagram or something Mm -hmm. it was the biggest place so i would like literally wake up and like we were just like a whole living room very blessed bar yes we had a coffee bar 
And I would like go sit on the couch and read my Bible. She would read her Bible in like a different room because Bumlet's a bougie. It was like an L shape. So like imagine like she's just on the other side. It was feral to society. Yeah. But honestly, looking back at that time, it was so formative for both mm-hmm. of our faiths, I think, because, yeah. like, I don't know where it ends in the Bible or whatever, but, like, you can't go alone. So, like, right. I'm honestly so grateful for that time, too. Mm-hmm. It was so pivotal. All right, keep going. Walk me through, like, when do you feel like your faith kind of became your own? Because I know you said in high school, like, you kind of were going to church, kind of living, like, when do you feel like it was like, okay, I'm never going back, like, I'm in love with Jesus, like, do you have a moment, Is was there a moment, or was it kind of just like, nah, this, this kid is cool, and I love Jesus? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have, like, a moment, which, honestly, like, sometimes it's easy to, like, compare and be like, oh, I don't have that one moment, when I was like, you know, sit. but I think it's just been a slow, like, burn in the slow, like, the Lord working in my heart like over the course of my whole life and like yeah little seeds here and there that have just like grown into something so much bigger mm-hmm. but I would say my faith like really became my own in college and like yeah. when I was like when I get to know the Lord more like besides just like going to church on a Sunday and like mm-hmm. actually diving into the word and reading my bible like outside of those things yeah so that's so good so true I'm like I think sometimes in Christianity we're like this is where I turned around, and this is where I said the prayer, and I feel like for yeah. people that have grown up in the church, it's like, no, I just, like, I think you fall deeper, deeper, deeper in love with him throughout time. I think that's, right. you know, what he, who Jesus is, is he's a relationship, so mm-hmm. that's so good. All right, so today we're kind of um, bopping around some topics, but I do know my bestie girl, um, and I'll say me now. We do struggle with our good friend um, anxiety, and it's a hot topic kind of in our world. Not hot topic, it's just a hard hard struggle, I think, just the day and age that we're in. Um, just with um, cell phones and just, like, constant, like, I mean, we wake up and it's like, what is, what's going on in the world? It's, like, at our fingertips. And so um, I want to hear just kind of your story with, anxiety if you feel comfortable mm-hmm. sharing just like where you've been at with it what it kind of looks like today um and just like with the idea that you know this is a conversation and we're talking to to someone so like what would you say to them who's i, I give like four mm-hmm. questions and then yeah. i let you kind of fly okay. like a bird so like take it wherever you want like you're awesome. I'm giving you the wheel but <laughs> what's your story with anxiety is the moral of the story <laughs> yeah um well, I think, well, anxiety is kind of, like, in my family, so I think I, like, grew up around it, but didn't really know that that was what it was, and, um, yeah, it wasn't until, like, last year when I was having a conversation with one of my friends, um, and I was, like, telling her about my brain, and, like, I'm, like, it's just, like, there's so many things, like, going on, and I can't, like, pinpoint one thing, but it's just, like, a constant, it, like, feels like there's just, like, a, a cloud, and, like, mm nothing is ever clear in my mind just like and it's never like super bad it's just like a constant thing but um and then let's see so that was the first time and she was like have you ever thought about like you might have like general anxiety or something and I was like Mm. no I've never (laughs) thought about that before Mm. and then I was like wow like I I don't know it was just like hard to except at first because I think I just had such a stigma around it of like I don't know like I didn't want to be more 
broken than I was, but mm-hmm. like that is not at all what that means. And wow. it's just been a journey, like learning, like through that. But yeah, that was the first time that I was like, oh, I think I do have anxiety. And so I, you know, talked to some people about it, and I was like, it got to a point where I was like. I just always feel like I'm a burden to people and Mm. I was like I don't want to be a burden to a therapist either but at one point I was like I'm being more of a burden to my friends right now like it's not their job to like sort out these things and like take care of me in these ways like I I probably need to get help at this point so I like Mm. found a therapist and like that was even hard for me to like I don't know just like some normal things were like really hard in that season um but then I, you know, started going to therapy and it was really good and like worked through like really helpful tips of like what to do when you're yeah. having a panic attack or like in social settings or mm. how to like cognitively work through things. Um, and so this was last uh, fall. Fall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And yeah. That's really, that's heavy. Um, okay. So kind of zoom in on that like fall um like what was that like for you just like as someone you were what 20 years old Mm. almost 21 um and you've lived your whole life like kind of one way and then you kind of like get this news that it's like oh like this is the way my brain works like can you walk us through like what was Brooke thinking feeling all those things like questions that you were asking God like mm-hmm. take us there if you feel comfortable yeah um I think it was just like really scary but also really freeing in a way to be like this has a name like I have language for yeah what I'm experiencing um mm-hmm. but also I didn't want to be like my family so I was like mm-hmm. I'm like also scared of like becoming what I've seen before and so Mm -hmm. I think a part of like there's a there's a lot of fear in it but also a lot of freedom and being able to name like this is what it is yeah but wow and I mean I think too I would kind of to be honest with listeners like I'm kind of walking through the same thing that right now of like getting language for the way that your brain works and it's so scary because you're like I, I think my one like lament with God that I think I always go back to is like why didn't you tell me <laughs> like yeah. I spent 21 years of my life like why is it am I just now knowing like if I you know could have known back then like you know when I was in high school like in the show or like when this was happening like why didn't I know my brain was like this like you know why now and I think mm-hmm. honestly like that's the sovereignty of God and I can you know look back and I don't know for you I want to know like just like the mercy of God to bring things up when mm. um, yeah. when it's his timing because I think his timing oh, yeah. is ultimately better than our own but 100%. there's so many questions I think we're left with and I think how can we honor those questions and be like okay these this is the truth like this is this hurts like mm. wow like I've been in classes at Belmont and I've you know been in co-writes I know that's your mm. story of like and I just like <laughs> the pain in my chest is so much like I wish I would have known mm. Because it kind of makes you feel like, oh, like, <laughs> I've just been, I don't know, just kind of searching, you know, for answers and, you know. So I guess my question to you is, like, 
in finding answers has there been more clarity and like you can fight the good fight and like run your race better because you know or has it been kind of hard at the same time I don't know just speak whatever you're kind of thinking but yeah I think it's been helpful because also like a lot of a lot of the way like I think this is like a question but the way my anxiety like manifests itself is like through like a lot of lies that like Mm -hmm. build up so it's been helpful to like recognize the patterns in my brain of like Mm -hmm. um and just being able to like name the like process of it of like they start as lies okay and then they like get really big and like just kind of snowball and then wow uh oh wow talk talk more about that talk about the lies and the snowballing that's so good yeah i mean it's not good but it's not good um Mm. like my lies i mean just in general like like. i don't know that's walk me through that i'm like whoa that's just Mm -hmm. yeah they always start as like these small things Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of Mm -hmm. i don't know that vision of like if you're at the top of a hill yeah and then lie and then it's like snowball 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 yeah. i don't know like think about skiing yeah <laughs> and you're like pizzaing when you're skiing yep. and then Literally. you're like falling and then you're like tumbling and you're like oh exactly. i could have maybe prevented that if right. i was on top of the hill in a better ski outfit in a better you know had my ski goggles on mm-hmm. or like i engaged my core or i don't mm-hmm. know i'm taking the metaphor crazy oh, but no it's, that's it's so good, good. How, what has that been like for you um it is it is hard because it's like a lot of times I don't know what I'm feeling and I'll just like get to a point where I'm like I all I can do is like cry or like because it's really hard for me to like also point out the lies point out how I'm feeling but I think I'm getting to a point where I can at least recognize like okay that's like what's going on like I think that's the first step is like acknowledging that like Mm. it takes a lot to even acknowledge that that's what it is and like start there and you can't even like the lord can't heal something you want to admit is like there so you have to like whoa say that that again say that again what what did you say the lord can't heal something that you won't acknowledge is there wow or won't acknowledge is broken so whoa yeah i think that's the first place and then like from there is like so many things i could talk about here but like that's that's how you like start it yeah it's like the acknowledge of like god i'm broken mm-hmm. i need a savior mm-hmm. help <laughs> yeah. and i think sometimes we make it way too more complicated yeah. than it needs to be we're that's like it. i need to pray why did i do this no keep going sorry <laughs> no that's so good i'm like mm. it, it, and that's another thing is like it just creates like let it push you to like create a dependence on the lord of like wow. this is terrible and this sucks a lot but like yeah thank you for it because it makes me depend on you in like a way that yeah. i never have had to before of like whoa my my brain can't function unless i like take it before you and like confess that like i need help and like i need you wow and just like meet me here in a way like that only you can and so i think yeah first wow first part. i'm literally speechless that's just like something I feel like I've always loved about you, Brooke, is that you're so good. You are the most humble person I know. I can say that. But in the same vein, like you always like in the way you lead women, 
I don't even think we told the podcast this, but um, we lead Delight together at Belmont University. Um, and the way that you... Oh, I could take this so many so many directions, <laughs> but just like... you, She leads worship at our... Um, at Delight, where we meet with girls um, and kind of like talk about just like the Lord, kind of like Bible study meets um, encounters with God. Regardless, she like you bring that vulnerability in that space of like, I don't have this together. I don't know the answers, but I need God. And I think Mm -hmm. that you just, you exemplify that so beautifully because when I'm in the room with you, I'm not afraid to bring my questions and my brokenness to him. And I think a lot of people on this earth and just in general, we can kind of, I mean, me, I'm the most prideful person ever. Like I can just come up to God and, you know, the whole boldly approach the throne of grace. I'm like, I'm going, but like, I don't honor the brokenness. I'm like, I'm clean. I'm healed. And like, you are so good at being like, Lord, I'm just desperate for you. I think that's something you've prayed before. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What has that prayer been? I can't remember. Help me. Uh, You're just like, I want to be desperate for you. I don't know. Like make me desperate for you. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You pray that all the time. And I'm like, I just want to be more like you when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I want to be more like you too because there's so many ways that you're bold that I am. Nice. So we could, we could go on. And on <laughs> we could go but. on and on. But yeah, that prayer of just like, Lord, make me desperate for you because I think so mm-hmm. often in our culture, it's just like you, you hear the gospel once and you're like, yes and amen and I'm good. But it's like, no, we need to hear it every day. And like... Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say this in a, a way that's not, um, you know, slapping uh, religiosity on it because uh, that's the last thing I want to do because my struggle with anxiety and I'm sure Brooks has been like the hardest struggle and I want to like give that honor mm-hmm. where that's due. But at the same time, it's like we are Christians and we are living on the side of heaven. And so what can we do mm-hmm. as believers to be like, hey, like this is where I'm struggling. This is where I'm hurting. Um, this is where I'm desperate for God and daily I'm like picking up my Bible and saying like and I do not do this I like to be quite honest with you like this week has been the most horrible I haven't read my Bible like at all like just you know because feelings are are fleeting and they're just hard it's hard to wake up and be like I don't feel God I don't Mm -hmm. feel like loved I don't feel seen but it's like even on those days we gotta be the people that like pick up the gospel and like read John fourteen and just let like him being the way the truth and the life speak because I mean like at the end of the day this world is just it's evil and it's only gonna get mm-hmm. more evil like that's promised from the Bible like mm-hmm. if Jesus is coming soon which it does say that in Revelation like we gotta get good at fighting well and so. Talking about your spirals and those snowballs, like walk me through how you fight well. Yeah, I think that's good. A good point of like, and this is something I want to share and like the Lord's teaching me of like, it, okay, first first thing. Spill it. Uh, Spill the tea. Yeah, like transformation like only comes through the Lord, which is mm-hmm. like a lot, like he speaks through his words so much. So like. If you want to renew your mind, like Romans twelve one, like present yourself oh, true. as a living sacrifice, and true, uh, starts in the renewal of your mind. It's like wow. it starts by submitting to the word and submitting to the Lord, and like yeah, because the word of the Lord is sharper than any two-edged sword, and like mm-hmm. pierces through bone and marrow, and it convicts and it reproaches and all the things like that's good. People can't 
you know, speak into your soul the way the word of the Lord can. And it's like alive and active. And that's how the Lord like mainly communicates with us. Like, yeah, I don't know. I've just, he's been showing me that like his word is like where I need to be like rooting myself right now because also like lies are words too. Like it's, Mm. it's not like, I don't know. It's so like reading words and like seeing them on the page and like being able to speak them over the lies and like Mm. things in my head of like, it all starts there. And like people can say all the things they want. Wow. Like if it's not, you're not hearing it from the Lord, it doesn't really like, yes, he can use those things, but like we need to be like talking to him and like spending time with him. And like, I think that's where a lot of the renewal of the mind starts like is starting in the secret place and just like going away with him and like you know taking your eyes off of the things of this world and like putting them on him and then like going off of that taking every thought captive you know the the verse in uh second corinthians 12 maybe that might be wrong um but it's like take every thought captive and like what does that look like to do it practically this kind of like going off that but Another thing Lord showed me is, like, and also my mentor, like, told me this, so I have to give her credit, but, um, yeah, you just have to start by, like, starts by acknowledging the lie, like, after that, and then either speaking scripture over it, being, like, grateful in it, or, like, speaking, like, cognitive truth over it, of, like, my, a lot of, one of my lies is, like, I'm not enough, Mm -hmm. and so I see it you can't like sit don't sit in it also is what the lord's teaching me of like you gotta like move through it because i've sat in it for so long and that's not helpful Mm. at all so you have to acknowledge it and be like okay i feel like i'm not enough what's the truth in this and like Mm. philippians like whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is uh worthy of praise like think about these things so like what's the truth in this and it's like no like i am enough because of jesus because he said that I was worth dying on the cross for even at my lowest moment so it's like training your mind to like think of that and it's replacing the thought it's not like ignoring it or being like oh I'm not thinking about these things or like oh that's not hard um so yeah that's like taking every thought captive and then another thing Lord showed me is like you can't do it alone so find three people that you can text and be like hey I need (laughs) help in this season Mm. I cannot fight these lies alone and maybe right now it's like you have those people you you tell the lies to those people and they speak it over you when you can't and because it is hard to like fight them alone or maybe it's just like practicing with them or just texting them and being like hey I need prayer because Mm. you know we're like not meant to do this life alone either and like we need people and like people to call it out of us and all the things so I feel like that's a little bit of what the Lord's teaching me right now. That is so good. I like need. I think I need like a round of applause. Wow. No, like the literally, you're speaking to my soul. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. So like, for the girl who can't wake up, doesn't want to wake up, mm-hmm. and like can't get to her Bible, mm-hmm. just like practicality. Like, yeah. what does it look like to be like? Mm-hmm. go for a walk or like what do you do yeah. when the season is like yeah i'm broken mm-hmm. i feel alone i want to isolate I'm, i don't like god right now i'm mm-hmm. mad i am alone 
I don't have friends. Like mm-hmm. I don't have that Christian community. Like what's yeah. that? What do you, what would you tell that girl? What would you mm-hmm. kind of like, not like a three step to healing, but like, what can they do mm-hmm. in the secret? Like how can they get to the secret place? Like what if like reading the Bible is like difficult? Like what would you yeah, say? Yeah. That's so good because yeah, that was like so much of what it was. Like I'm only here like by the grace of God. And this, this is a recent season that I'm in, like unable to say this. So like, yeah, know that a majority of like my struggle with anxiety looks like i can't get into the word and like all those things like just being real Mm. and yeah a lot of so a lot of it is like just do do things that are like good for you in those moments of like when you when you don't feel it like i know for me it's like going to the gym Mm. and like nature is a big thing of Mm. like just be outside yeah. because that's where I see the Lord a lot and even if I didn't see him in those moments of like just like move your body just like yeah. get out of the house just go to a coffee shop and like I don't know just like do the things that you know are good for you and maybe mm-hmm. it's like being around people or maybe it's like being alone mm-hmm. any of the things um just like trying to do those things yeah and then like as far as like getting in the bible and it's hard this was really encouraging to me of like just sit in psalm 23 Mm. and read it for months if you have to come on just stare at it yeah like if you don't know what else to do you know like yeah the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need just sit in that verse for like like if you don't know where else to start um yeah and also you don't have to do anything like that's Mm -hmm. you can just sit with the lord and like yeah be like help like that's the only thing you say yeah and he's still like right there with you and he knows like what we need even more than we do and like yeah also a beautiful thing in it is like and gentle and lowly i'm learning is like it's his joy and like Mm -hmm. his greatest like desire to like comfort us in our brokenness and in our weakness and for so long I thought because I'm drawn away because I'm sinful my my natural inclination is to shut down and like run that that's just automatically how God is too and that's wow so not true because in those moments like he's just as close as he was like even when I was reading my bible and even when I was doing all the right things yeah that's good even when I can't like he still is with me and is like looking at me and was like I still would have died for you on the cross again today like you're so worth it still and like I want to restore you I want to like sit with you in this like he's our father like he's our dad like looking at us like yeah he is that's so good his broken daughter who just like needs to be like held by him and like that's what he does Mm -hmm. in those seasons when you can't do anything like he's still right there yeah mic drop (laughs) like i have no words no it's so good because it's just so i think for me that's so tangible right now like like to be honest like i'm just like (laughs) it's just like why like you know Mm -hmm. like that's the limit right now it's just like 
why are these things happening? Like, why mm-hmm. am I the way that I am? Like, why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this go this way? And like, mm-hmm. where are you, God? Like, where are you? And I think Psalm 23 is just so freeing because it's like, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And like, to be honest with our listeners, like, Brick and I were, I was dog sitting at this house and I just was like panic attack after panic attack. And like, you know, one maybe might say, cause it was, cause I was alone, you know, two, it could have, you know, there, there are always scenarios and practical, like things in the natural, like for reasons why things happen. And I think there's also spiritual warfare and I think there's so many things, but like in all of that, in all of our questioning, in all of our lies, in all of our, where are you gods? Like. Psalm 23 will still be true. And, like, I was just, like, sharing this specific night. Like, I could not go to bed because my brain was just, like, like, just torment after torment after, like, just, like, lie, lie, lie. You're alone. You're, you know, like, the enemy just, you know, he's loud sometimes. And, like, I took my Bible app out and I was, like, okay, I'm just going to, like, listen to scripture the entire time I'm asleep. And... Like, I took a melatonin, and I was like, please, Lord, like, just make the lie stop. Like, I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And, you know, I press play on the thing, and it's this old man, <laughs> like, singing, <laughs> or talking. He's like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm-hmm. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He delivers me by still waters. Mm-hmm. He anoints my head with oil. Surely, goodness and mercy, you know, will follow me all the days of my life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Psalm 24, it skips to the next one, and it's, like, the king of glory. I don't even know what it is. Um, uh, Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors. Let the king of glory, that the king of glory may come in. Who is he? This king of glory. The Lord Almighty, he is the king of glory. And just that picture of, like, even in my fear, like me, like lying in that bed, so scared, just alone, afraid of just like, just genuinely afraid because I was saying like I was dog sitting alone, but, and just afraid, like just worry after worry. And then that scripture being played like in that darkness, like the king of glory is in the room, whether or not we can acknowledge it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think as women who struggle with anxiety, it's easy to say, you know, like, it's easy to just be, for me, I won't say as a woman, just in general, me, <laughs> I hate yeah. generalizations, like, it's easy for me to be like, well, God's not in this if I'm struggling so hard, and if I'm not praying enough, and I'm not doing enough, and I'm not, and it's just, I, this humble moment of, like, I can be afraid, and that's not fair, like, this life is not fair, and, and these worries, and they're, they're so real, and I just, for anyone listening, like, I want to honor your worries, and your struggles, and your anxiety, and your depression, and your fears, and yeah. Like, that deserves to be validated, and I pray that you find, you know, the community that can can listen and see you and hear you, but, like, if you don't have that, like, I want mm-hmm. for whoever's listening to know that, like, you are so seen by the King of Kings, mm-hmm. and, like, Psalm 23 and 24 is for you, too, because yeah. um, it's for anyone who reads. That's good. Um, yeah. And I think I would be doing, you know, my listeners a disservice if I said, like, you know, this life is easy. Like, follow Jesus. Here's the best. You know, he is. He's so good. He is, like, 
God, <laughs> period. He needs no justification, no addition, no division, no subtraction. He's amazing. Um, but this life is brutal. And I think if we as Christians don't acknowledge that and say, hey, look, like, I'm sorry for the disservice that the church has done to you. Hey, look, I'm sorry for the way that, you know, this Christian never acknowledged this or, or this or this. Like, we would be doing a disservice to you because this world is broken. Like there's just so much brokenness and so much crap on this side of heaven. And until we talk about that and say, Hey, like we're doing this wrong. (laughs) Like we're doing a disservice by saying you can pray away. Like, you know, the hurt that you've dealt with your whole life or the anxiety you've struggled with your whole life. Like that's a disservice, but the service, you know, of Christ is he comes into that and he says, Hey, I know, I know. Like I've seen it. I'm with you in it. Like, he struggled like in Gethsemane, like his anxiety in, in, and I think I'll link this maybe in the description, but like his, the, the bodily struggle that Jesus was going through in the garden was like, ah, I, I'll just have to link it. But it's like, there's this website that talks about like the exact like bodily functions that Jesus was going through in the garden of Gethsemane before he got on the cross. And it's like his, his body was like at the peakest state of anxiety and like to the point where his blood was like pouring forth like on his face that's how anxious he was that's how scared he was that's how much he'd been beaten and we don't talk about that i think in the body of christ because it's 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 jarring and it's scary but to know that that god that that's who our god is he's not just this god that sits on a throne and says you know get better when you can like Mm -hmm. you know this will be this will be fine if you just go to therapy and take these three practical steps you know that's not who god is like who god is and who jesus is he comes into that and he says look like when i was like walking up calvary i was like bleeding blood and crying Mm -hmm. but i knew i had to do it for you because there was no other way there was no other way there was no other way he tried it in the old testament he said let me try the kings let me try this like let me send these prophets and it's like nothing was ever satisfied except for the blood of jesus and so i say all that to say just whoever is listening like the gospel is for you and like fear (laughs) fear is you know a liar and all those things but just i want you to know that you're seen in your struggle and like just from the two of us like (laughs) literally just two girls trying to figure out this life like we don't have it figured out yet like literally we talk about it all the time (laughs) absolutely not hot mess (laughs) like hot mess city and i i like oh it just makes me so sad when i you know see all these christian influencers and on instagram and like i want to be just like them and i'm like actually i'm just a mess like i don't want to be like them i want to be like jesus and so if you're listening like just be encouraged that like this story that God's writing in your life, like, what does Paul say? He says, you know, it's a loss. To, to die is gain, but to live is Christ. And so I don't know what that looks like for you, but, man, I'd rather die a million times than, um, like, I'd rather have these struggles because they kind of bring us um, closer mm-hmm. to the Lord and in that desperation. Wow. Anything else to add, Viru? So good. Basketball. Two, two, three. I had another thought yeah. earlier of like, it's really hard in these seasons to think it's going to go on forever mm-hmm. and to 
feel dry and far from the Lord. And in those moments, it's really important to look back on what he's done. Wow. And so, like, in the Old Testament, like, they used to put up stones or, like, uh, Ebenezer's, like, where the Lord had moved. And, like, every time they passed that spot, it was like, oh, the Lord moved, like, there. So good. And so just, like, go back to those places in your life where you, like, saw the Lord move and, like, take time to remember, like, what he's done and how he's been faithful to you this far. And, like, that's, like, so so encouraging in those seasons that it's like i don't know where you are lord like look back and say like oh he was here he's gonna show up again like he's not gonna leave me here he's not gonna forsake me and like this isn't forever of like you know there's like hope in this come on so yeah that's another thought there is hope that's so good and it's not forever I think that's something that the darkness can convince you is like I will always be this way like Mm -hmm. whoever's listening like it will not always it may be hard for a season and for that's what my mentor has been telling me she's like this is just a season yeah and like if you need you know like seek you know your therapy your medication in this season like just take it season by season because that's what Ecclesiastes says he says yeah like there's a time for everything under the sun and so maybe you will struggle with anxiety the rest of your life maybe you won't i don't know i don't know your story i don't know what you're going through but i do know that our god is good and that on this side of heaven there will be pain and there will be tears and it's like two verses in one that i'm thinking of it's good but you know take heart i've overcome the world in this world you will have trouble like sit in that if that's just the part of the verse you can rest in this week it's okay to sit in that but next week like he has overcome the world and how can we come to that truth so but there will be a day y'all no more tears and no more pain thank you so much Brooke RuPaul Mm -hmm. for coming (laughs) onto the podcast today I'm just so grateful for you thanks for having me this was amazing I love you guys Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Hod Pod. Um, I'm so grateful for my friend, Brooke Ruppel. She is honestly such an inspiration to me and um, those around her. Um, if there's one thing I know about Brooke Ruppel, it's if she's in a room of, of women that um, she's you know, ministering to, she's always going to go to the one in the corner um, that's alone. And she just lives out um, the part of the gospel that says... Um, I don't know where it says it, but it does say that we should care for the least of these. And she just is the most humble person I know. And I, there are more nice things that I could say about her that I can't think of in this moment. But thank you for listening. Um, I just wanted to reiterate, like, if you do struggle with anxiety, we do not pretend to have all the answers. So seek your wise counsel, seek community, um, please seek therapy. I'm a firm believer in that. And, um, um, I'm also a firm leader in medication and that's something that the Lord has for you in your story like I um, yeah I pray that that's something that you can find um, but here at heaven one day we uh, do cling to Revelation 21 which is um, 24 one day there will be a day where he will wipe every tear from their eyes um, there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain so the old order of things um, has passed away and he says I'm making everything new write this down for these words are trustworthy and true so we are clinging to the promises of heaven one day even if we um don't see it on this side of heaven right now so um the lord is for you i'm for you and thanks for listening love you guys there will be a day i like it